We're not going to make it on this episode of Nani's Tunes with Avery and Lena. With that being said, we are looking back at the album Presidents of the United States of America by Presidents of the United States of America. Which eventually they became just the presidents of the, what was it? I wrote it down. Oh, the presidents. (laughs) (laughs) When they got back together in 2002. But we'll form them before we talk about their split. Okay. All right. So formed in 1990 by friends Chris Ballou, Ballou, should have looked up exactly how to say it, and Dave Detterer. And then they added a drummer, Jason Finn, in 1993. They became, not became, (laughs) quite popular around Seattle where they, like, were from, or like where they were bandit, and made their debut album in 1994 on Pop Lamb's Pop Llama record. They re-released it a year later for Columbia Records, and this is what we have, 1995. Then in 97, Chris quit. They disbanded in 98. They got back together in 2002, and they eventually disbanded in 2015 very quietly. That's that's kind of the history. They don't really have any scandals, any like other things. But they're besides this album, they're also known for doing Cleveland Rocks for the Drew Carey show, yes. which is a cover of a 1970 song by Ian Hunter. But anyway, this brings us to my Canadian connection. Ooh. Ryan Stiles is in the Drew Carey show, and oh. although he's from Seattle, his parents were Canadian, oh. which I didn't know. Cool. I didn't know that either. Do you have a Canadian? Oh, do I have a Canadian connection? Do we need strength? Of course we need strength. <laughs> so Kim Thornell played guitar on Naked and Famous. Okay. He worked with Dave Grohl on the album Probot, which was an awesome album, by the way. I really enjoyed it. So on that album was Dennis Snake Bellinger. I hope I said his name right. Snake? Yeah. Okay. I got snake right. <laughs> well, I didn't know. I, I misheard. <laughs> okay. And he was the singer on one of the songs, Dictator Sorters, obviously. Yeah. And he grew up in Quebec. And we mentioned, sort of in a roundabout way, he was in a va- band from Quebec, Vovid. I don't know if I'm saying that right. V O I V O D. I'm going to go with Vovid. V O I V O D? V O I V O D. Voivod? <laughs> Let's go Voivod. with Vovid. Vovid. Let's go with Vovid. And they were part of the big four of Canadian heavy metal bands. And the other one was, one of the other ones was Annihilator. Yes. Which we talked about with Kraft Dinner. <laughs> yes. Sixes and sevens. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite. Also, a Canadian band, the Johnstones, covered the song Lump. On the 2008 EP. Hmm. So, a couple Canadian connections there. Yeah. The second one was a lot less string involved. Yes. <laughs> um, why'd you pick this? I just enjoyed this album when I was younger. I had this album. And, you know, occasionally you hear Peaches on the radio. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed the whole album. And re-listening to the whole album again was really fun. And I'm just I'm glad I picked it. Now, I've heard Lump a little bit in the last couple of years. Maybe I'm actually thinking of Gump um, by Weird Al. Okay. And yeah, we hear Peaches, iconic song. Did you have this when we were together? Probably, because I had a lot of my CDs. 
I feel like I've heard this CD before, and it's either you or, and I'm reaching back here. It, my roommate, when I went to Dalhousie, may have had it, but it seemed vaguely familiar, but I didn't know it except for, uh, well, three songs. Also, Kitty. I knew that song for some right. reason. Maybe it just stuck out in my mind from somewhere. Well, that was a good song. Yeah. Your favorite song? Oh, I don't know. Kitty was good. Lemon Peaches and Doom Buggy are all right. Yeah. We're not going to make it. I really liked Kick Out the Jams. Was a cover song. I know we talked about this earlier in the week yeah. when I said, hey, is this a cover song? And it was done by... The MC5. Yes, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name on the on their album was for Kick Out the Jams, motherfucker. And there's a whole story about that. Store wouldn't sell their album. They got they took a page in their in a punk magazine talking about that store, and then they refused to sell all the albums from that label, and then they were dropped by that label. We were signed by Atlantic Records later on. I should have wrote all that down, but I remembered Atlantic Records. So yeah, good story there. Yeah. I was listening. I'm like, wow, I like this. I'm like, oh, this sound kind, kind of sounds like another one. Wow, I like this. And I'm like, you can't really fault a band for sounding like a band, especially on the <laughs> exact, like on their CD. I wish they weren't so hokey, though. Like, they, I feel they would have been better if they didn't try to be so tongue in cheek. Well, maybe they wouldn't have stood out for that reason, too. I did find out some backstories from some of the songs. Okay. Kitty, based on one time when this guy lived, Chris lived in Boston, and they there was a kitty that lived like they, the roommates had, and he wanted to pet it. The pet, the cat scratched him. He sent it back outside. <laughs> <laughs> that that was it. Lump. He had a benign tumor at the time. Ooh. Called it lump, <laughs> and also just kind of envisioned a woman in a swamp at the time he had this tumor and came All up right. with it. The video was by. Roman Coppola, son of Francis Ford Coppola, uh -huh. sister of Sophia Coppola, uh -huh. whose cousins, and I always forget this, Nicolas Cage, I forget he's yes, a Yes, I knew that. And Jason Schwartzman. I didn't know that. Me either. Yeah, Peaches. I mean, of course, there's a backstory about this. Well, it sort of bore out riffs from Feel Like Making Love, but I can't hear that. But maybe I have to listen a little closer. I went back and listened to it, and I didn't really... Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to it, so. Yeah, bad company song. Bellu took Chris. <laughs> I don't want to keep mispronouncing his last name, but I'm pretty sure Chris is how you spell C-H-R-I-S. Anyway, took LSD and went to his crush's house, and she wasn't home, so he waited for her underneath this peach tree. And there were, like, peats and peaches in different states of decay around the tree. And he, under his drug-induced mind, he was, like, squeezing them and thinking of this girl. And, like, kind of came up with that. Oh, yeah. But he had also heard a man, homeless man once say, I'm moving to the country. I'm going to eat a lot of peaches. Which references a 1971 song, Spanish Pipe Dream by John Prime, who says, go to the country. There's a couple of lines. Eat a lot of peaches. Oh, yeah. that, that's the That's the ones that I... I found some information on. Good. Yeah. What are we going to put on our playlist? We're not going to make it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, solid. 
They great musicians. You can hear it in their playing. There was some kind of funky sounding, some what I called fast hillbilly music is what, <laughs> is what I call back porch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have anything really bad to say. Sometimes I find, I think the hokiness and tongue-in-cheek lyrics might have held them back a bit, but also might have helped them a bit to get Peaches out there. Most people know Peaches that know 90s music, so. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a fun album to re-listen to. Yeah, yeah, great choice, eh? It was, like, all the songs were really, I, I wasn't let down by anything. Ex yeah, all all great, all, yes. like, good solid bangers. <laughs> I hate that word, even though I say it. Yeah. So I got some sales numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, chart yeah. numbers. Forgot about that. So I'll go back to the singles first. Kitty reached number 13 on the U.S. mainstream rock tracks. Yeah. But didn't reach anything in Canada. Lump reached number one on the Canadian top singles. Peaches reached number one on the Canadian rock alternatives. And Doom Buggy didn't chart in Canada, but number two on Iceland and... Number 15 on the U.S. singles. Hmm. The album altogether charted number five in Canada. And U.S. Billboard Top 200, it reached number six. And it went four times platinum in Canada. So 400,000 albums sold. Or three times platinum in the U.S. with three million sold in the U.S. So those are my sales figures. Been pretty good. It was. It like I said, it was a good, solid album. It sold well. I enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed re-listening. wish they were a little bigger in their time. I wish we had heard more. Oh, hey. On the radio. Sorry to cut you <laughs> off there. <laughs> Weird Al did a cover of one of the songs. Yep. Lump Peaches. Or Lump, Lump Peaches. Lumpy yeah. Peaches. And that's what we're writing. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep talking, because I'm still trying to decide. I know <laughs> I can see that look in your face. So what are you going to pick for next week? You know, based on her performance in the Grammys, we're doing New Beginnings by Tracy Chapman. Everyone's talking about her performance at the All Grammys. Right. Did you see that? No, but I heard about it. Yeah, so let's go with that. Good. Does this have fast cars on it? No, that was like nope, 89. Nope, that was in the 80s. Uh -huh. Yeah, which she has a... I really enjoy the story of how that song became famous or she became famous. Oh. Filling it for Stevie Wonder. I think I told you about that a long time ago. Yeah, was this at the concert for Nelson Mandela? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. The Mandela effect. Well, we can, talk, we can talk about that next week. Yeah, awesome. And tune in this weekend for Around the World by Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Which is really a fun song. Bing, so. bing, bing, bing. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for listening. Ciao.